Simply King Podcast. This is your boy Rodney Perry King himself, and you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. And today I have a very special guest with me yet again. Another uh, great, great addition to my the pantheon of my uh, <laughs> of my guest list throughout the years of me podcasting. Another fellow HBCU alum, my alma mater specifically, the illustrious Clark Lane University. Uh, we literally go all the way back to literally <laughs> the same damn dorm <laughs> freshman year, you know what I'm saying, where he was literally had had me and my homies literally sweating our ass off trying to complete P90X. We did not complete. He completed it, though. You know what I'm saying? But he, he, he so he always been on his shit. I have with me today, Henry Wiggins. How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling great, man. I can't complain. I'm blessed. I'm alive. And I'm here. And I'm, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I've been excited. I'm excited. I've been waiting to be featured. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I I, I do appreciate it because I think you, I remember when you jumped on my little painting on live uh, right in the middle of the fucking uh, pandemic. Like right, well, I guess we're still in the middle of the pandemic, but really close to, <laughs> to the start of it. And, um, yeah, I was like, yeah, I got to bring you on for sure. And um, But I definitely want to talk to you, and I feel like, you know, Timing is always everything, and I love the timing that we're in right now. But so much more to talk about. But before before we get into who you are and all the things that you're doing, I want to first start with a Twitter check-in. All right? So today's Twitter check-in is... Honestly, I was scouring, I was scouring Twitter and I was trying to find something that could be, you know, something that I could loop in and make it relatable to this particular topic or something that I would like. I want to hear what 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 you had to say about it. And then I was like, yeah, voting is pretty much everywhere. Yeah. I voted today. And um and so I'm kind of in that headspace. And so I would love, love, love to hear to first to talk about that real quick, about the importance of voting. Um, are you voting? And if you're not voting, why? And just how you're feeling about this particular process? Because it's already so much fucking going on this year. You know, it's been it's been too much. <laughs> like us yeah. having to vote on top of just deal with all the other things is so much. Yeah. But how has this uh, particular voting season affected you? Like how 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 are, how are you feeling about it? I mean, honestly, I'm feeling if it's like you know you you you. you me, I don't just vote just because everybody's saying, oh, it's, it's a, you have a right to vote. Yeah. I look at who is running. Mm-hmm. And I, I know the history behind these two people that are running. Yeah. Miss Harris, one of the highest rates of prosecuting innocent black men. Yeah. She helped She helped create the three-strike law and all that with Bill Clinton and all them. So, you know, just a lot of people be like, oh, let's just vote for the less evil. That means you just conform to what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I feel like if anything, I'll be more prone to vote locally. Yeah. Cause I know that's I know that's when my voice is heard the most. For sure. 
So honestly, I'm gonna go vote, but I think it, I'm, I'm gonna do a little more thinking because I I know every black I promise you every black person I ran into, they're like, oh man, even though you know I know about Kalima, I'm not Kalima, Kamala, Kamala and yeah, uh, Biden. Kamala. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I just want to get Trump ass out of the goddamn uh, the <laughs> office. Like literally, yeah. That's their reason for voting. There's no other reason. But I'm just like, I hear you, but it's bigger than that. Yeah. And it's bigger than us. And I'm like, for you, so you just you rather just take the less of the evil. Like, okay, I deal with her, and whatever we get out of, we get out. Of. And honestly, the history we have not getting anything out of nobody. You're right. Not just me, but just for the black community itself, we are still in the same loop and the same cycle. I agree. Think about it. What I know has, it. What, what changed? Yeah. Nothing has changed, but you still want to vote. You still you want me to vote? Okay, I'm going. As you know, Democrat, they love soaking us in. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And then we come around, still getting killed, still leading incarceration, mm -hmm. still no resources in the black community. You got, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the same circle. It's like, okay, then I feel like as black people, we need to hone in with each other, like every other ethnic group, Chinese, what they do. They join in together, they help each other. Yeah. Mess, you know, Hispanic families, they, you know, it's like a circle. So I feel like, for the black community, we just have to start pouring into our own communities and pouring into our own people and actually genuinely want to uplift our community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm going to vote, but I think, honestly, I probably just be voting locally. Yeah. Because that's, that's when my voice is heard first. Yeah. Before it's, before Biden or uh, Ms. Harris want to hear me. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's where I'm at right now with voting. No, I mean, that's truthful. That's truthful. And I think people should uh, stand in that truth and make room for the variety of how people approach uh, that right. You know what I'm saying? Because I think um, I personally don't align with the aggressive um, campaigning of like, you, you you know, vote or die. You better, you know, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, y'all like, I get it. <laughs> I trust me. I get it. But also, you know, I understand the people who done fall for it, all those different things. Right. But it's in terms of just results, in terms of deliverables, in terms of so many different things. It, I, I can't be mad at the people who decide to opt out entirely, because of because of what's what's going on. And I get it. I think the magnitude of of uh, this particular presidential uh, term and all that is what makes it almost uh, damn near. Look, you you look at people differently if they don't participate in some way, shape, or form. Because if anything. This I think everybody has became hypersensitive and hyper aware of politics because of Trump. Even as as it comes to uh, local local elections and things like that, because I think about how like all of these people have found a way to just align themselves with the president in this very absolute type of way, which I just don't remember that being the case every other time. Like it was always uh, uh, absolute to the party, you know, like we. They, the local mayor or local governor or whatever is a Republican through and through. So whatever they mm -hmm. own is what they own. But now we're in a situation where it's whatever Trump said, we with it. So you can have a mayor that is Republican and has just went with whatever it is and has doctored so many different things, so many legislations based off of whatever they want and whatever he or possibly their own personal agenda because they could possibly yeah. get it through the in the easiest way right now. So, yeah, I say you all to, you know, really, truly uh, take in um, and make the decision based off what you need, uh, based off what you feel, what motivates you. 
Um, I do believe that, you know, there's so many people who are single issue voters and folks who are whatever, whatever. But I do heavily, heavily suggest that, you you know, you get into uh, checking in and understanding who is going to be in charge of your local uh, government. Because nine times out of ten, that's going to affect you. And you can more than likely have some effect on that. Like you I think about how crazy it is, how different um, local laws are in certain cities and states and things like that, you know, and just certain things that you kind of need. Like, I think what the whole damn state of Arizona, I think, don't even practice daylight savings time. And it's like, that's some that's some cool shit. Like, how y'all not do that's on the calendar and some motion. Like, how y'all not do something that the whole world doing, you know, but it's like, who does this benefit? Is this archaic? Is this obsolete? Does this even matter anymore? Same thing when it comes to uh, all the legalization that's happening, uh, state to state of marijuana, and them now having to make do and, and like have some type of retribution for the people who've been jailed for those same crimes however long ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, we need we need to be participating in the process um, and be all about it, and um, and hopefully make that trickle up instead of trickle down. Um, But let's get into you. Let's get into Mm -hmm. Henry. So I remember, I remember when I met you, I was calling you JW Mm -hmm. and, and I've always seen you as JW. And it's funny because I've always seen you as a person who has forever presented themselves as somebody who is about their wellness, about their well being. before it was even, a trend, I guess. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. even a trend to a certain degree. And it's crazy. I was literally saying this earlier today when I was thinking about this interview. Just like, damn, yeah, JW really been the same kind of the whole time. <laughs> like he ain't changed a bit. And, but and, and I can only imagine, you know, the things that you've only sharpened and gotten better better about. But I remember learning about fasting because of you. I remember learning about uh just just knowing how consistency within you know fitness is is really a, a center centered goal you know what i'm saying like look yeah. regardless of how hard it is whatever it is if you just keep doing it then you go you're gonna get something you're gonna get somewhere just keep doing yeah. it and that was i remember you just saying that when you had put us on the p90x and you was like i just wanted to finish it and i'm just doing it all over again because i did it because <laughs> i did it i yeah. did finish it and so i'm like yeah. why not just go through it all over again and um that discipline, and I, I think one thing that I feel like I'm starting to learn and starting to get into, and I'm I'm proud of myself that I'm you know I've been on my fitness throughout this uh, quarantine. I, I see you, I see you, I see you. I, see I, I be I trying, I be trying. I, I I finally went back to the gym today. Uh, this is my first time going back into like a public gym, because um, I usually just been um, doing stuff around the house and just like jumping rope and um, doing some like calisthenics. But uh, finally went into the gym today, and it was cool. But I want to know what made you so interested in that? Like, is it about where you come from? Is it about playing sports? Did the habit just stick with you? What exactly was it that made you so attracted to just fitness and wellness as a whole? So a lot of people don't know. When I was young, yeah. I was like, I was semi chubby when I was like my like when I was like in elementary school and stuff like that. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't start playing sports until. Um, like seventh grade, I didn't stop playing football until I was seventh grade. Yeah, and so I was, I, I was like, and that's you know late what? for Florida. I, 
really late. That's late. But you know, my mom, my mom ain't had a means. Yeah. Yeah. So my uh, sister, my sister, father, um, he was able to, his cousin was coaching a team called Southwest Saints. Yeah. And i never forget, I was like, man, I want to be in the best shape. So what I started doing is I got me a plastic bag. See, old school, I got me a plat. You know, people with all this new cream and all that. Go old school. I put a plastic bag on. I used to just run, run around the neighborhood. When I went to football practice due to, um, our football field was below sea level. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I got my, my lungs got to work twice as harder because we below sea level. Mm. So, you know, just starting to do that and then starting to play sports and then it got probably like to my senior year of uh, high school i don't know i just started getting fascinated with bodybuilding like i just started seeing these dudes that just like had these crazy crazy muscular bodies mm-hmm. and i'm just like dang i want to do that that's what i want to do mm-hmm. so you know it went from playing sports to like you know just like and i was when i was in high school i was like always just one of the strongest ones so like when we had bitch press um, bench press battles I would be the one, hey, come on, you know, so we do that. And so got into college, I'm, I kid you not, I always understood lifting, but I, I got a good friend, I got to give him his props. His name his name is Narenda. You remember Narenda? From um, Morehouse? Sure. No, he he went to Clark. He went to Clark. He was very quiet, though. He was very subtle and quiet. I think I, I probably would know him if I see him, though. Yeah. He got me into learning the the body and the mind together. And once he did that, it just took off. It was like, you know what? At one point, I wanted to be a bodybuilder. I was like, you know, man, bump school, all that. <laughs> I'm going to be a bodybuilder because this is what I want to do. So that's how my love fell in. I fell in love with um, actually a, a, a bodybuilder named Chris Jones. And I don't know if you ever heard of the Hodge Twins. Ah, uh, no, I haven't. Hodge Twins, they was a popular um, twin, and they popular twins, and they um, had a channel. And I used to just constantly just look at it look at it you know just look at it see what they do and like you know i would try workouts they did and just try them out and see what worked for me and then over a period of time i was like you know what i'm gonna go into doing fitness because i love it you know i I think the most important thing is man you want to protect your body and your temple for the long run yeah as you know we grew up in communities where health disparities is at an all-time high hell yeah high blood pressure diabetes and you see you you got family members that getting a foot's amputated they you know toes amputated and so just seeing that and just seeing like how you know when you look back on like damn we're like we really we're like on oh, some government type cheese baloney fat backs like so i'm like i don't want that anymore so i decided i just wanted to change my life and fitness just became not only a hobby it just became a lifestyle and then yeah. over time you know discipline just slowly build it up because i'm i feel like if you want it you will you do it you no know, and I, I tell people do the same thing you did yesterday you went to the gym yesterday. Do the same thing Tuesday. Do the same thing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and just continue to do it. But the biggest thing was I had to learn was diet. That's that's the key to anything is your diet. Mm-hmm. And once I learned my diet, I learned my body. I, I I pretty much I was my own crash dummy. Yeah. I was like, damn, let me see if this works. Let me see that work. And then once I learned my body, then I started getting into learning different types of bodies, three different types of bodies, you know. And once I did that, it just kind of just became second nature. And here I am, man. Here you I said am. you say it's three different types of bodies. Tell yeah. me, tell me more about that. Yeah, so you got the um, I ain't gonna lie, to you, it's, it's it's called mesomorph body, is which is my body type. So that my body type is what I'm like in between. Okay, I can I if I don't work out, I can gain like a gut, but I still look physically fit. Mm. 
Yeah, so it was like it's called it's called mesomorph. Body, yeah, mesomorph body type. Yeah. yeah. So it's like so like you can see me now like it like the time um when I remember I put did the post with uh me showing that I gained weight. Yes. If I had clothes on, you would never know that I gained all the weight unless I took my shirt off. Yeah. But that's the type of body popular. So when I get, when I actually get in start getting in shape and stuff, as you can see how I look now, my body really really formed. Yes. And then you have people that are much heavier. It they there's like you know the bigger genes. You know people that they a little more on the obesity side. They hold they hold weight. Yeah. They hold weight. So they got to do a little more extra cardio. They got lower their carbs. You know, then you got to pick some people like who, who we could say, who I know that was like really skinny, uh, Piero. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you hear this, Piero, mm -hmm. he needs to increase his uh, food intake, protein intake, and that's how he'll build muscle and just like lift a little heavier. But I tell people, you don't have to lift heavy. You can go light. You know, as you can see on my pictures, I do a lot of lightweight. Yeah. But high repetition. Yes. So that, that's that's my body type. And so once you learn your body type, then you go off based off that. You're like, okay, what I can't eat. Even though, you know, they also got a study where you can figure out what's good for your system to eat based off your blood type. Yeah, I've heard about that. Because I, I, I remember hearing somebody say how, like, I remember when I heard about it, I think it was from some podcast where they had some nutritionists on, and they were speaking about that. And that was so mm -hmm. damn interesting to me. And I was like, damn, that kind of makes sense why mm -hmm. these kind of uh trendy diets and shit don't always be like a kind of like a one size a one size fits all type of thing and for the people yeah. that it works for are the people that it's probably more than likely supposed to work for because it's it's more aligned to your blood type and your overall body chemistry but like yeah. i think that's something that people should just know out the gate like this is what it is this is what your body is acceptable to this is what you like i think that should be paired with uh when you go for checkups, you know what I'm saying? Like, you should know yeah. your allergies. You should mm -hmm. know what you need to, you know, uh, stay away from, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But also know, like, a diet that's best for you, for you to be in optimal, you know what I'm saying, shape. So that Before way you can have a mm -hmm. choice to make your body in the way that you want to make your body. You know what I'm saying? So that at least, yeah. at the most, no matter how it comes out, however you show up, you healthy, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because a lot of, you know, a uh, I just see a like a lot on social media. A lot of these people they uh, they promote this. Oh, I got this special diet. Yeah. That you need to. That you need. Like, I I got the keys. I, I never met you or anything, but I just got this this uh, questionnaire that you got to answer, and bam, I got I got I got it for you. I'm a, you gonna lose weight. I got it. it. Don't work like that. Yeah. It don't work like that. Yeah. And, and a lot of people waste, and I was one of those people before when I didn't know no better, wasting 20, you're like, oh, it's $20, but $20 add up. And then you realize like, man, half this stuff, they don't even work for me. Half this stuff, I don't even eat. <laughs> and so you have to know like what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Yeah. You know, like I know my body, like if I want to lose weight, all I got to do is just cut out carbs. Mm-hmm. Me too. But I tell people the best way to, the best way to lose weight is having a calorie deficit. Mm. That means decrease your calorie intake. So yeah. upset if you take, say if you got to take two thousand calories a day. Yeah. Drop it down to eighteen hundred. You can drop it down to eighteen hundred, and you'll lose weight like that. But people don't realize it's, it's a diff, it's it's two different types of weight loss. You have you have weight loss, and then you have fat burning. Yeah. So a lot of people can lose weight, 
but they maintain that fat. Ah. And remember, I was telling you about. Let's go back to when we was ninth grade. I'm not ninth grade, but um, freshman year. Freshman year. Yeah. Fasting it allows you to burn fat because ah. you know you know like a lot of people they don't they like oh my food digests my food I say your food your food doesn't fully digest until the waste comes out of your body. Yes. It's, it's digest, but it, it, it just completely out your body is when you go to the bathroom. Yeah. So throughout the day, what we're doing, consuming, 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 consuming. Just consuming. adding on. You're just piling food on top of food. So once you start fasting, that 8 p.m. to that, to that uh, 12 p.m., you're allowing your body to rest and break down, the, actually break down the food. That's why you know, if, if you ever noticed, if you ever tried it, you notice like, when you wake up in the morning, when you when you go to wake up in the morning, when you go use the bathroom, don't it? Yep. Because your body is taking that time. You're not you're not feeding you're not feeding yourself, so your body's actually breaking down, and also it's healing at the same time. Because that's a lot of work mm-hmm. for your body. To, you know, a lot of work for your body to break all that food down. Mm-hmm. So in that time period, it allows your body to burn fat and also break down the food. Mm. So fasting, I, 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 to this day, I highly recommend, I fast to this day. Yeah, I, I started and committed to it in uh, February, like right before the we, we took the pandemic series. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, yeah. it really kind of like hit me. First, I, for the first time I did any anything close to a fast was a juice cleanse where mm-hmm. uh, it was like a two-day juice cleanse, only juice and water for two days or whatever. And uh I remember thinking just how easy it was for me mm-hmm. and um, just being like, damn, I thought this was going to be way harder than this. <laughs> like, like I was straight. You know what I'm saying? I was just, I did it over a weekend just so I could be safe. Cause I was like, I don't want to do it on, on a work day or whatever. And people have food around me. I was like, I got to put myself in the optimal position to, just to get through this. I see. And, <laughs> and I think all I might've did was like, had like, had like a, a small little package of nuts for like, on one of them days when I, whenever I just really felt that way. But for the most of the time I wasn't even hungry. And so yeah. one day I just woke up one day in February, just literally woke up and was just like, I'm a fast today. I don't know why, but I need to fast today. <laughs> and I literally yeah. just went to work, didn't eat breakfast, uh, lunchtime come around. I take my break. I think I'll go to target or something and like pick up some juice or something like some type of green mm-hmm. juice. And uh, mm-hmm. it was probably maybe like, not probably just like eight ounces, not even none that, none that much. It wasn't even naked. It was something that was that was good. Cause you know, they got too much sugar in the naked juice. Yeah, For naked, all the folks who I, don't know. <laughs> naked, that ain't nothing yeah, but sugar. That ain't nothing but sugar. And that, what, I forgot the other one, Odwala or something like that. That one too. That yeah, one's the same yeah, way. Something similar to, yeah. And um, yeah, and I, and I just started doing it. And then I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this Tuesdays and Thursdays. And so I, I wake up. Um, and just drink water and I started juicing. I like bought a juice and started juicing and I would make maybe like two to three juices uh in a day. Um just freshly squeezed juices in a day and I would drink those just throughout the day. And um uh, I wouldn't eat until maybe five or six that, that day. And um Yeah, you're doing it fast, fast, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like because I would wake up around what and especially since all of this I'll wake up at what, like six o'clock. So the last time I would eat would be that night before, probably around eight, eight o'clock the night before, mm-hmm. seven or eight the, the night before, not eat until damn near, you know, almost 24 hours later, almost. 
And yeah. um, I felt a lot better though. Like I, I, I thought it was so crazy how much energy you I sent, had. Sent out, yeah. The days that I would fast, and I was, I was like, I think that's what made it easier for me to continuously do. It was like, damn, it's kind of. I was like, this ain't that hard for me to just kind of just kind of get on my way, get going, you know. And I drink, I do some green tea. I do, um, I do, I started doing, um, uh, I started, I bought this so I could like kind of like make sure I'm drinking enough water in a day. And it's not, mm-hmm. I, cause I hate them big ass water things where it got the, the make numbers you not on. Wanna drink it. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like, I, I just need to know how much this is. If I fill it up a and certain amount that. of times, I'm cool. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But one of those times I'll, you, I started taking uh chlorophyll drops to, uh, mm-hmm. just kind of get. To, to get all those benefits for chlorophyll and everything to clean my, my innards out and get that, uh, just that get, just get whatever, uh, all those benefits. And I was just like, yeah, this is the move. Uh, yeah. I would love to know though. So I love that, that your journey immediately got you into fitness was your own self-motivation. And, but you have now gotten to the point because you were, you've been that way. You've been Henry Hembone fitness for a long time. But yeah. now you're in a phase where you're, you know, and I'm, I feel like it was maybe like probably like in the midst of you in grad school when I feel like you started to kind of like, I feel like you started to share it years ago, but I feel like you kept up with the like just consistently letting people in and letting people know and like having the YouTube videos probably about what, like three, four years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like 2000, 2016, 2015. Yeah. yeah. And but at the same time, you were going to school. So tell me about, because you obviously, because you went back to school for uh, a master's in social work, right? Co- correct, yeah. What? Why did you want to go uh, get that degree in particular? And how does that also um, align with what you're doing now? Because I, I personally okay. see a cool through line that I'm going to lay on you, but I want to hear what you got to say. <laughs> yeah. So I went back to, because, you know, my, my undergrad was BSW, so bachelor's in mm-hmm. social work. So, you know, my professor's like, oh, Mr. Henry, you know, you got to go get your master's and you want to be a social worker. Yeah. So social work always been a thing I knew I always wanted to get my master's. Yeah. How social work and my fitness ties in is the physical, the physical aspect, teaching people how to take care of bodies physically. Yeah. And also the mental aspect, yeah. mental health. Yeah. Mental health is very important. So through my workout and through social work, I can teach people how to deal with their mental health and ways to cope with mental health. Mm. As far as mental health and working out a lot for some reason it's, it's i feel like anxiety is at an all-time high yes everyone even if they haven't even been diagnosed i got anxiety i got anxiety i got i'm like okay what's well, so fitness and anxiety goes together five minutes of working out can ease your anxiety mm-hmm. it could better health healthier body improve your health everything so Tying into mental health with social work and fitness, it all goes in together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then your spiritual aspect as a social worker, we don't judge, we don't, we don't judge what your uh, spirituality is or whatever it may be. Yeah. It's our goal is to make sure that's connected to you because remember I'm physical, I'm mental and I'm spiritual. So all those things, so Hembo and fitness in a, in a sense, pretty much, well, not in a sense, but really looks at a person as a holistic being and not just the physical part of them. Because yeah. your mental plays along with your body and your spirit. A lot of people, whoever, whatever their spirituality is, ties in too. Yeah. So it's okay. How how do we improve your physical? How do we how how can Hembone Fitness help improve your mental health? And how can I help you connect you closer to your spirituality, whether it's Buddhism, 
uh, Hinduism, whatever, whatever you may be. Yeah. How can Hinbon Fitness help you create this holistic being in those three aspects? Yeah. So that's how social work, Hinbon Fitness tie in together. Because this is one. If you think about it, it's one and it's one and one. Yes. Together. And th- and that's exactly what I was gonna say because I was thinking about it earlier. I was like, damn. Like I wonder if he connects the dots to that because in my head I'm thinking like if the world was just and right then the thing that we really need for everybody would be very easily accessible it wouldn't be it wouldn't be this because I, I feel like at least throughout my life it always felt like fitness and wellness but specifically fitness because I feel like wellness is um as a, I feel like wellness has forever been around, but I feel like it's definitely pumped up to be more of a trend now than, than any time in history. But fitness always felt like this, uh, this niche hobby almost. Like it felt like a hobby. It didn't feel like something that everybody should be doing. It felt like, like mm-hmm. even when you but think about should. PE, mm-hmm. I remember guys yeah. and girls who didn't want to do nothing in PE. You just got to dress out and sit down or go walk or, yeah. walk or walk around the gym or, you know, and that, and that's obvious. That's something. But in my head, I'm thinking like, damn, like we really didn't get any lessons or importance or fundamentals nope. or uh, or just establish a foundation of our relationship to our relationship with our bodies, but also our relationship to what our bodies can do and what we can and like how we can change our bodies, what we how to listen to our bodies and do whatever mm-hmm. we want to do and manipulate our bodies in whatever way we would like. If you want to gain yeah. like I love I love how um it's you know they're just the how social media has provided us a look into so many people who have a varying amount of goals for themselves. Like you got folks who want to lose weight. You got folks you got mm-hmm. I've seen men and women who both want to gain weight. You know what I'm saying? I don't see yeah. I love seeing, like, I was like, damn, I didn't even know this was a thing. You go from this real slim, slim woman, and she like, no, I'm trying to be mm-hmm. a brick house. How do I get a, yeah, a real ass? How do I get a stallion booty? Yeah. And they find out the supplements. They find out these natural ways. They do the workouts, and they build their bodies into a into a way where they literally create and recreate themselves. And I think mm-hmm. that sense of being able to literally manifest and change yourself into just a different version. It's still you, but it's just a different version. I think yeah. that would help so much more. You know what I'm saying? People wouldn't rely yeah. on, you know, so many different things or people wouldn't be as, um, their self-esteem levels wouldn't be as low because it's like, I, can, I, I, I chose to be this way. I chose to look yeah. this way and I can change it if I want to. Just mm-hmm. having that power, having those fundamentals. What do you think it is? Why do you think that's something to even be a kind of, I guess, a diminishing thing? Like, why why don't they make that, I guess, readily available and easily accessible for people to be about their health and all those different things? Because they don't want people to live longer. Mm. Think about it. Mm. You a bill. You are a bill. You are a bill. They don't want, they don't want people to live longer. Damn. They don't know about that. So that's why I know they don't educate and push that. They, they do the little video with um, NFL Play 60. But they still feed. They still feeding the kids crap. Yeah, they probably got Chick Fil A. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then they don't like, like, like you said it back a few minutes ago. They don't educate you. They don't teach you. I love to promote health. Yeah. So you you go on this journey with a. So you you know you see. Oh, I want to be like her. I want to. No, it starts with self. Yeah. I want to be like. I want to be like me. 
but how do I get that? So that's why you, a lot of people don't even dive into fitness because they don't know where to start. Yep. But I'm gonna tell whoever listening to this, I'm gonna tell where y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all where to start. Mm. YouTube, mm. research, YouTube and research. Just look look at different things and, and understand how sit-ups, what sit-ups do for you, what arm curls do for you. 20 minutes for men, you need 20 minutes of cardio to keep a healthy heart. Mm. And you know when I found that out? When? Mind you, I'm 30. I found this out when I was 30. Damn. Well, I'm 31 now. But when I went to my doctor, shout out to my black doctor, I love her. I went there and she's like, Mr. Wiggins, you're 30 years old now. Oh, you need to do 20 minutes of cardio, at least to have a healthier heart. Something so simple like that. Won't, they won't tell you. Even you don't even have to run a job. You can walk. Yeah. Walk for 30 minutes around the track. Yeah. Increase your health. Yeah. Changing your diet. Cause like you said, before you decided to uh, change the diet and juice and all that, you was eating probably fried foods. Oh, for sure. When I'm in Chicago. Fried... Yeah. When... Yeah. When you ate that fried food, how did you feel? Oh, I felt trash. I definitely felt like trash. trash. I definitely felt like trash. Exactly. So it, just, it, it really, if you think about it, it all comes down to education. Mm -hmm. Nobody educates you. You're not going to know. Yeah. So you got to, you got to want to seek the education. And that's why a lot of people go to the get these gym memberships. Even people, I see people got, I feel like I see, when I go to the gym, I see people taking more pictures than actually working out because they don't know what to do. They don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I, and honestly, I feel like I ain't knocking none of these trainers at these gyms, but some of these trainers I see, they really don't change the client's bodies. Mm. I've been seeing people that, oh, I got a trainer and I'm, I'm looking at them like, oh, okay. I mean, all right, yeah, I get it. You going there cause you're trying to improve your health. Yeah. But is this trainer taking you to the next level? Yes. And so then what is, what they start doing? Wasting money. Yeah. Oh, let me go get this waist trainer. Let me put this waist trainer around me and squeeze my intestines in. I'll be trying to tell women, don't buy that. Do not buy that because they're squeezing your intestines in. So it's just really education, man. It really comes down to people. Lack of, like you stated, lack of education from starting as a childhood. A childhood. No one telling you how important cardio is. And then, you know, family just let you eat whatever you want to eat. And yeah. That's it. So. That's it. I, I think... <laughs> Um, I, well, first, I thank you for sharing your journey and then also turning it into, you know, just a business in itself and assisting people with that, because I think you always had a pure energy around it and you made it simple. Mm -hmm. You didn't make it yeah. feel like it was something that was because uh, I think that's the part that stops a lot of people from even getting into uh, wellness and fitness. Uh, into some mm -hmm. sense of personal fitness because they see it as a mountain that they got to climb. Yeah, it's like, and fuck. It's not. I just got on the scale. I see how heavy I am. It's the heaviest I've ever been in my life. I got all this shit on my body that I don't like, but I don't know even how to start to get rid of it. Uh, this, run, this, mm -hmm. you know, this right here running my film, so I can't get rid of that. I don't even know what to do that with that. Arm, yeah, that arm <laughs> yeah, and, and and like it just goes on and on and on. You build this mountain up of reasons to why you can't even start, or reasons to why mm -hmm. it's gonna be hard, and you haven't even started yet. I know for exactly. me, my blocks, my blocks were. Uh, Cause I think I'm, I think I'm similar to you in the sense of like, I don't think I ever have, when I, when I, when I eat bad and I'm not on, on, on my, you know, on my job, I think I definitely yeah. have put weight on, but I think I hold it pretty well. 
know what I'm saying? Where people yeah. are like, damn, you you all right? Like, like I don't think that, yeah. I don't ever get one of them like, Rodney, you you cool? You 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 putting yeah. it on, ain't you? Uh I never got that energy because I think I just hold hold it well, but I think I recognize I the difference in, you know, when I am active versus when I'm not. And just how my body feels and what I'm doing and all those different things. And it's like, oh, I see what it is. Like, my body really needs to kind of stay in this really active space uh, for me to, like, continuously, you know, feel a certain way. Because uh, I think that's the part that I really am attentive to. It's like, I want to feel different. Damn, you yeah. know, I get I get looking a certain way, but I want to feel my body that's differently. The, and, um that's- and I think that's where I think the motivation to continuously get after and get to it. And um, and like you said, that research part is real because for me, I hate running. I hate running on a treadmill. I hate running everywhere. And I'm like, I got to find a way to, for me to get this cardio in because the cardio that. part is the one that I just like, – because I feel like I could do all these other parts. Great. You want you want me to however many sets it is however I'm gonna push them out I might take long but I'm a I'm a finish, but I'm when it comes to running I'm like y'all y'all really want to um, do these miles y'all really like I'm a top I, I hate running <laughs> I I'm hate not gonna it lie I hate running I, what I do is to to come um to make up for cardio like it's crazy people look at me like he do a lot of cardio. Rod, I hate doing cardio. Mm. I really, I have to force myself to do cardio. Yes. But you know why I get my cardio in? Working out. My my workouts are intense. Like, so, you know, some people say, oh, rest rest for a minute or 45 seconds or whatever. I rest like for 10 seconds and I jump back in it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, when I get done doing 12 or 15, 20 reps, I'm yeah. Like you know, I, I my work my cardio comes from my workouts because of the intensity I put in my workout. Yeah. I feel like if I'm going if I like if I feel like if I'm going to go do this, I'm gonna go full fledged and do it. Yeah. And so people are like, how you get like I'm like I don't I barely do cardio because I hate cardio. I can't even like I. Before I I do a, a calisthenic, you know, burpees, jump rope. But as far as like you, I cannot stay on the trail. And, and that's what I do. That's exactly like when I did the when I did I had looked up the uh just the amount of calories you can burn on average and like what what how they rank versus you know in these various types of cardio you could do i feel like mm-hmm. it was um i think like stairmaster was like number 1 mm-hmm. i think like biking was number 2 mm-hmm. like biking cycling was number 2 and then um <laughs> i think jump rope was number 3 and then running jump and all these other things all these other things and like it was like oh 8 minutes of jump rope is like it's like running a you know a mile, a mile or something. I'm like, oh, that's it. That's me jump right there. Good. Jump rope is good. I love jump rope. I love you, it. Have you you have you noticed I was like a lot of my videos I started implementing a more jump rope. Yes. Because you know my dad my dad was a boxer so he would always jump rope. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Boxers all they really do is jump rope. They don't be running. And they run. They run for. But I thought they run for a particular reason. I thought they, the running yeah. wasn't even just for cardio. I thought it was like a stamina thing. Yeah, it's a stamina, it's a stamina thing. Yeah, but that jump rope is what a cardio. That's what like you know, that's what you get. You get that would make you last in that because you gotta you gotta realize when you jump rope and you're using your whole body. Yeah, people don't realize that when you jump rope, you are using your whole body. You are, yeah, you are, you are. You know what I'm saying? And especially when when you start getting a little more complicated, you getting your your alternating. Like I remember the uh, what the workout I've been doing prior to me getting back into the gym was one um, that was like all kind of like centered around the jump rope 
And so it was like nine nine sets of like a minute, just straight minute, just rope, just jump, just jump. Um, yeah. And little and like breaks in between, and then um, after that, it jumps to this four set of but doing it for a minute and thirty, like ninety seconds of me doing the alternating leg. So I'm like literally kind of doing like a run in place jump rope. Yeah. Uh, and then it moves to a, uh, this kind of like circuit. It's a circuit. I'm about to say, you're doing a yeah. circuit. And that's it's the doing best this, It's doing a circuit, circuit to where it's like, I'm jumping rope. Then I put the rope down and I got to uh, do jumping jacks for, and it's like a smaller break in the in-between. Then stop after that, do a burpee. Then after that, do uh, do push-ups. And then I'm cool. And that, that mm-hmm. workout, I did it because of the timing. And because I felt, I literally felt like I worked out. So, cause I, I would do yeah. it in the middle of the day. So I was just like, all right, cool. I'm gonna do this in the middle of the day. Just do this in the backyard or do this wherever and um, yeah. make it, make it work. And it would be like a tight, what I would say maybe like 26 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like a tight 26 minutes. It don't, it don't feel that way. Cause you get constantly moving. Yeah. And it felt, it felt versus great. The, it felt great. Yeah. Versus. Versus been on the treadmill. You're yeah. just sitting there looking at the time like, man, I can't wait to these 20 minutes up. And I'm just like, bro, bump this treadmill, man. I'm about to start jump roping and doing burpees, doing high knees, yeah. jump squats. I'm yeah. doing uh, everything but this treadmill. So people are like, oh, what you do? So y'all know, hand bone don't like the treadmill. <laughs> y'all, hand bone don't like the treadmill. <laughs> I like that though. I like that. But um my ne- my next question is um cuz you spoke about the uh spirituality uh part of handbone fitness and I love that you include that. I love that you are thinking about you bringing in all of people who, what people are when they come to you and um and having those conversations because I think we have to uh, assess what our motivations are, you know? Like mm-hmm. what are our motivations and cuz we need that's that's what we need to pull from in those moments of when we don't want to do it and when we need to keep yep. going and when we just need to figure out like, or justify like, damn, why am I putting myself through this? I'm hurting. I'm sore and shit. Like you need to know, like, this is a purpose. There's a goal. There's, you know, all that. And having yep. that spiritual fortitude is always something that's going to, you know, get you up even when you don't even know how you got up, you know, mm-hmm. tell me about mm-hmm. how spirituality plays a role, how, how it's played a role in your overall journey and how with your clients, mm-hmm. And customers, have, how that's how you're pushing that off to them too. Okay, so um, <clears throat> before them, I'm I'm a, I'm a I want to tell a story because I, I if I if I can I can tell. Oh a yeah, story. tell the story. Okay, so in un in undergrad at Clark Atlanta, I lost I pretty much lost faith in God. Yeah, put him on a back burner. Like you know what, I'm doing all this because of me. You know, the reason why I came to this because I'm like, all this bad stuff happening to me at that time. Yeah. All this bad stuff happening to the black community. Like, like, where is God? What yep. at, dude? Like, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't for us. Yeah. We don't got 400 plus years of slavery and we still dealing with the same stuff. So I just honestly, uh, just left, left God, just lost all faith in him. And I, I also tell people like, God was rooting for me even when I wasn't rooting for him. Damn. Damn. Cause I was able to finish undergrad when I didn't know when I how I was gonna finish it. Mm-hmm. I finished grad school when I was gonna finish it. Mm-hmm. So honestly, starting last year, fast forward last year, I was uh, I tell people my number is three. Mm-hmm. Three is my number. If you don't look into, if you're not into numbers, look into numbers. I just started looking to numbers like this year, like beginning of this year, like right before the pandemic hit. 
And so something just came to me like, hey, look for a church. So, you know, I, I went to um, a friend's church. I was like, nah, that's not it. <laughs> I went to another friend's church on New Year's. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nah, this ain't it. So I kid you not, when I tell you how I found my third church, it was in a club. Damn. You know, I was, I was, I was actually going through a heartbreak. Mm. I was, yes, I was going, I, I experienced my first heartbreak last year. Damn. Going, going into this year. So, you know, like I was honestly, man, I was all over the place, but I knew God was like, this is me. This is your transition. So you gonna have to go through this, but you're going to thank me later. Cause you're going to see the beauty in it, the beauty in the storm. And I tell people, I always, I always tell people I found a peace in the storm. Yeah. So I was at the club, you know, you know, when you're in the club, you choosing. Hell yeah. You know, I was hurt too. So, you know, I'm trying to cling on to somebody. I'm trying to do that toxic stuff. <laughs> cause, cause, cause I'm not, cause I'm not fully healed yet. Yeah. Cause I'm not fully healed. So I'm like, let me try to use somebody else to cling on my, my broken heart, my mm -hmm. this going on, you know, just still, uh, lusting. But mind you, it was a vessel that God sent for me to get to the third, my church. Yeah. So I literally, I asked, I, I never got this girl three things. I asked her her name. I asked her if she have a boyfriend and I asked her, can we talk? And she was like, she told me her name. She told me she had a boyfriend. She was like, yeah, we could talk. So, you know me, I'm like, oh, snap. So I bought her a drink, bought her a drink. Next thing you know, we were just talking and, you know, talking about, like, you know, us being in grad school and what we came to DC for. Then she was like, I like what you doing Sunday? Cause you know, I'm trying to invite her to the, uh, to the, um, we doing a brunch cause it was our founders week. So uh, I'm trying yeah, to invite her yeah. to the brunch. You know, I'm 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 trying to connect the dots. Mm -hmm. So uh, she was like, "Oh, I'm going to church Sunday, and we got um family friends day." So I'm like, "All right." Well, I've been trying to find a church. All right, bet. She was like, "If you go to, if you come to church, if you come to church, I go to brunch with you." So I went to church. Man, you rock, man. I was going through so much emotion. Yeah. Man, I was crying internally because I you know growing up I wasn't taught how to express my emotions. Yeah, and I think that's a, a lot. A lot. A lot of that has it had played a big role in a lot of my relationships. Yeah, and um, so went to church, man, vulnerable, crying inside. You know, long story short, the pastor was like, you know, Benedict, oh, you know, if you want to get close to God, tell God you want to walk with Him, and go home, get on your knees, repent. I did that. Went in the back, like so. I went when I when I actually went up, I had no thoughts. It just said go, and I was listening to Messi. So I went up there, joined it. But I pretty much joined this church through God, listening to God tell me yes, yes, yes. Because I promise you, when you when you go through this, it's gonna it's gonna be you gonna be like, oh man, this is the best thing. So then asked me, do you want to get baptized? I was like, yeah. And so you know, my friends were like, hey man, you know, baptized is a serious thing. But I think God was preparing me mm -hmm. for my baptism. Mm. So, you know, that's when I started getting closer to God. I started reading the Bible mm. and everything. I just started praying. Like I, I prayed for my heart to go away. I prayed for, uh, I prayed for the, like, man, I, y'all, I want people to hear this. Rodney, I don't know how many times I cried, man. Mm. I don't, that's the first, but God needed to show me what vulnerability was. Yeah. Because you know what us as black as black men, I'm speaking for the black as black men, you know how we are. Yeah. We try to act hard, tough. Yeah. We need no love, but God, like, now nah, I'm about to break you down because you're gonna need you're gonna you're gonna need to understand emotions. Yes. So in that in that time it taught me how to love right, how to communicate right. 
you know, because my last relationship, we was just, I, I was just in a situation, just in it, you know, not really communicating, not really talking, and you know, so God showed me those things through Him. Yeah. And once I seen everything I prayed for, I don't know if you seen my one of my videos. I'm like, if, if this is what God gives me, why am I here trying to live through the flesh? Yeah. So that's how I build my spirituality, and I started to realize that, like, dang, like God is really, really good, and like He really for me. No matter, like I told you, He ruled for me the whole time. Ruled for Him. So I'm about to jump on God, ride away, yeah, and hope I get, hope, hope I get to these pearly gates, yeah, however the gates look, yeah, you know. So spirituality came in, spirituality came in, cause like going through that phase. And realizing, like, if you connect with your spirituality, mm-hmm. if you connect with God or whatever you may be, life can be so beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. The things that the world can't give you, God can give you. He can give you that love. He can give you that confidence. He mm-hmm. can give you that happiness. All you got to do is a simple ask for it. I tell people, you don't got to be like, you know, a lot of people are like, damn, I'm asking for it too much. But you never ask for too much for God because he, 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 he ready to give it to you. All he needs you to just... Like they say, what they say back there, have a little mustard seed of faith. Yep. And I feel like I always have a little mustard seed of faith. I feel like somewhere in me, it always been there, but it, it kind of faded because of what I went through and what I was going through. But that's how spirituality pretty much tied into it. And I literally came up with spirituality on the way going to church. And once I seen how wonderful it was when I connected to God through my spirituality, and I started getting into this universe thing and started to realize how we connect with one. If you think about it, our body is made of like the universe. Yeah. The universe is made of organs. Yeah. We're made of organs. Say like, for example, global warming. Yeah. What, what does this universe does? Earth starts to fight back because yeah. it's like you, you messing up the equilibrium of the earth. We get diseases. We get sick. What do our body do? White blood cells do. Yeah. Fight back. Yeah. So once I just got into that whole thing, like, and I just seen how beautiful it was, I was like, you know what? I think we all need to connect to our, our spiritual being, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. And so how I go about that is I like, okay, so like, do you, do you have any religion? Do you, are you spiritual or are you atheist or whatever you may be? And depending on that, if you're spiritual, I like, you know, okay, how can we connect? How can I can help you connect to your spirituality? Is it through meditating? Is it through Bible studying? Like, what can we do to help you connect to that? So that's how spirituality came. It came off based off my experience. And I felt like, you know, this is a great thing to implement because, you know, a lot of people have some form of spirituality. Yeah. Where you know, they just feel like they want with the universe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's how spirituality really came into handball fitness. I love that. I love that. And I think uh, approaching it holistically, I think, is the best way to go about it because we need to approach ourselves more holistically. I think we mm-hmm. always, uh, I think quite often, we uh, compartmentalize so many parts of ourselves and mm-hmm. don't think of ourselves as whole people, you know, who have yeah. all all emotions, have a, we're, we're the summation of our experiences and choices. We are, you mm-hmm. know, the makeup of all of our ancestors. It's so much that's walking yeah. around in a singular being. And, you know, you can mm-hmm. go as deep as you want to go with that. Like, And I think that's what... Yeah. Uh, you have to cling to and look to when it comes to you thinking about your value. When you think it's about when you just thinking about the uh, the blessing that just wake up every day and just kind of have the ability to breathe again because it's like so yeah. much, so much had to occur in time and space yeah. for you to be here. And 
And that I think that's what people need to hear. People need to know that. People need to understand that because the monotony and the mundane and so much of yeah. life, uh, and especially yeah. in the ter- in the type of society we live in, which it kind of makes us damn near in- inhuman in a way because it you know mm-hmm. makes us somewhat robotic and repetitious yeah. and all these different things. And that's not really how we are. We are nope. people who different. flows. We're, each day is a mm-hmm. new day. It's a new time. It's a new. Mm-hmm. It's a day that never came before. So we should be new in that yeah. space too. We are, we change every yeah. day. We present ourselves differently every day. And I think having that as an instilled mindset and attaching that to your uh, the physical manifestation of what you can do with that, how you exert that energy, how you utilize that energy, um, mm-hmm. how you understand whatever that energy is, you then can translate that into other parts of your life. I told my sister. So my sister has been uh, kind of just, she's like after having children and all those different things, she's definitely in a common space as so many other women where she's just trying to figure out, like, I just want to lose this weight. I just want to figure this out. Mm-hmm. And I've like, you know, always been patient with her because yeah. I want her, I, I don't want her to feel like this is something that you got to do because I'm trying to force you to or because people are influencing you to. I always kind of, yes. when she brings it up or when she talks about it, I always try to just give her these tidbits. I was like, sis, I help you with mm-hmm. this. I help you with that. I help you figure that out. And the last yeah. time I brought it up to her, I remember telling her, I think it's like something that everybody could take away. And the thing that I admire the most about people like yourself is the fact that you can tell that you're taking the habit of your fitness and you can tell that you're utilizing the skills that you gain by repetition and making that a habitual part of your life and using that for other parts of your life. And that's what I told mm-hmm. her. I was like, people who people who are really into fitness, they learn how to goal set. They learn how to they yep. learn how to, you know, prioritize. They learn how to do all yep. these different things and, and make and make bigger things small. So it's like, yep. all right, I wanna be a person who can, you know, I don't know, I wanna be able to a person who can run a five K. But all right, I gotta mm-hmm. I gotta start with a mile. I got I to gotta get a mile, yep. in a, you know, by a certain time and just build on to that. And I think we yep. got to approach life like that in a little bit, you know, a little bit more often. Just yep. th- smaller steps. And um, and I love that you do that. I really do. I really do. But I, I think the yeah. the, la- the last question I have for you, and I think mm-hmm. you was already kind of talking about it to a certain degree, because and I love that mm-hmm. you are in the space to where you went to school and got into social work. And got your master's in social work and you're able to use those expertise and that understanding of <clears throat> of social services and what is out there to provide and also what's missing. Mm-hmm. And um and I think about I love how there is, you know, a more of a trend. Like my my um my landlord is a is a florist, but she uh she grows yeah. she grows her own food too. So okay. she so yeah, so she provides she like contributes to like a co op and all these different things. Um and yeah. I think I love that that's becoming more of a trend. The the, fr- the the phrase food desert is new to me. I ain't, I don't remember people talking about food deserts when I was I young. I never heard of food desert either. You never heard of, of a food desert? No, no one ever told me, yeah. Food, uh, and, for the people, and for the people who don't know, because you never know, food deserts are essentially um, when there aren't any um, resources to uh, actually, <laughs> just resources for you to have the choice <laughs> to pick uh, yeah. healthy meals. Within your sure. uh, within a mile radius of uh, within mm-hmm. several mile radiuses of um, particular neighborhoods, and obviously these are usually you know impoverished black and brown neighborhoods that we're talking about, yep. where you may not have a sufficient um, 
grocery store. You may not have a sufficient uh, fresh market and all these different things. And y'all think about it. Those spaces and places where there is affluence, there's always a Whole Foods. There's a Trader Joe's. Yep. There's that, you know, even if it's a local uh, a local um, grocery store, it's probably the best version of it. The Kroger ain't Kroger. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying in Buckhead, you feel me? Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Kroger, the the, the Kroger ain't Kroger. You know, if you you know people listen to Chicago, the Jewel ain't Jewel. You know what I'm saying? That's in downtown. <laughs> like the shit is mm-hmm. souped up. It's nice. They got everything. Yeah. everything that you would need in in between, and even the things you don't even know you need. But and that's mm-hmm. because they want people. They they want to make sure the select people live longer. Like as you said, that they have what they need, so they can make the mm-hmm. choice. The, the, they, they can have the option to literally make the best choice for themselves. And yeah. um, how do you think, or what do you think about, I would assume that you probably already have solutions and have thought about solutions mm-hmm. when it comes to uh, kind of combating those uh, bad, unhealthy habits that we have in the black community as, mm-hmm. as it comes to our food choices, but also just fitness, uh, fitness and wellness as a whole. What, what are some of those things that you feel like could could be instilled or could be solutions to combat that? I mean, just change. Man, for real, you can start off changing the way you cook. Mm. Get, rid okay. of, get, rid of, get, get rid of the fat backs. Get rid of the, the, the pork. <laughs> get rid of the fried foods. You know, just change your way of eating. Because if you think about it, the only difference is, is how, you, how you prepare it. Yep. And then, you know, sometimes, you know, I, me personally, I spend a little more for organic meat. Yeah. Hopefully it is organic like they claim it to be. Yeah. But I will I will spend a little bit more money for organic instead of just getting the meat with all the fat on it. Yeah. Unless you know you want to take time and you know I tell people you could you could still buy the only thing about that is I'm pretty sure that meat has some type of hormonal uh injection. Yeah. Cuz it might be. If you look at if you look at chickens, chickens are not big. Mhm. They not. But when you get this, when you get this chicken breast, the chicken breast is like the size of my hand. Yeah. So if you do buy those types of things, just you know, go through the process. How we talk, I, I don't know how any other community talk, but you know, we talk the vinegar, lemon, or lime. Mm-hmm. Just, just if you, if, if anything, just change the way you cook. Yeah. And like, you know, like you said, a lot of um, things that are like a, a trend that's starting to come, people wanting to start growing their own fruits and vegetables and yep. things like that. You can do that, but not everybody can afford it. And not everybody can do that with, with like you said, we thought talked about disparities of um, resources and, yep. and, and different types of markets for you yep. to be able to buy those, you know, tomato seeds, those, you know, eggplant seeds or whatever you may be. So um, just try to, you know, buy fresh fruits instead of processed, you know, just changing the way you just approach how you cook and what you, what you buy, because you know what we do, we get that money, you know, go get the noodles, go get that cereal, that cereal, you yeah. know, all the unhealthier things, just change your diet, just change what you eat. And once you change what you eat, as you can see, a lot of energy, better, longer, less health disparities, um, longer living, healthy, you know what I'm saying? So you can combat that by just changing your diet and instead of frying and bake, you know, so things of that nature. I think that's one thing, one one way we could start, you know, start to change our diets and the health disparities we face 
and it could possibly get us off medication. Yeah. You know, the diabetes, you know, insulin and stuff like that. What do you say to people who are in these uh, particular, you know, neighborhoods as it comes to just they can't afford to, you know, join a gym. They might not have a lot of time on their hands. What is it exactly that they could possibly put into their day or into their weekly uh, routine that could like, you know, start to get them active because they don't know, you know, because it's like, I don't live next to no gym. Ain't no parks around here. Yeah. You know, what it, What can I really do? What can what can they really do to still be active amidst their busy, you know, scratching and surviving type of schedule? Oh, man, they can, you know, you can start off with a brisk walk. Just walking. Mm-hmm. Start off just actively walking. Or, you know, go on YouTube, get a little workout. I love be- beginner. Beginner workout. Say, you know, once you wind down before you go to sleep, get your twenty minute you know, they have they have different time frames of beginner workouts. You got a ten minute workout, you got a five minute workout. It just all depends on and just fit that in your schedule. How you yeah. fit everything in. Yeah. One thing you wanna always do is fit your health in your schedule because it's like it's like a car. Yeah. If you don't take care of that car, what happens? It's gonna it's gonna break. And if you don't take care of your body, what's gonna happen? Yeah, it's you gonna break. You know. So it's just, you know, you just gotta you gotta find some type of time like you find time for anything else, you know what I'm saying? Because whatever you do in life, whatever you, you know, entrepreneur, doctor or whatever, but if you're not taking care of yourself, you won't be able to perform those and service those people. Yeah. So you gotta at least at least start a brisk walk, thirty minute brisk walk, if anything, or simple push ups or jumping jacks in the house. You know, just something before you go to bed. You know, it ain't gotta be nothing extreme, but just get your heart pumping. Yeah. Like you said, jump rope. You could jump rope for a minute. A minute a minute is a long time on a jump rope. So, so something so, so like many. that, a jump rope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One th- one thing I suggest, especially y'all can tell y'all mamas this, you know what I'm saying? Cause this is what my mama be doing all the time. If your mama like the window shop, just tell her to just go through the mall. Walk around the mall. Yeah. Put a yeah. tennis shoes on and just walk around and take the long way everywhere just to really mm-hmm. get it in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, and, it, and you know, it'll be like it, it won't feel like it's an interruption because I think that's the thing that a lot of people do wrong. You know, they see yeah. they see it as an interruption. They see this as, you know, I got to make time. I got to, oh, this is an errand. I got to run. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And um, we got to remove that feeling from it. But I, I, yeah. I do think it's a a, a mental thing of, like, we see this as an interruption in our day. We see this as something we just got to do because, like I said, it's been marketed to us as a fucking hobby. It's been marketed to us yeah. as this thing that, yes, yeah, some people are really into it. And if you want to know yeah. more about it, get to, get to know the people who are really into it. This ain't comic books. Yeah. This ain't <laughs> this ain't knitting. You know what I'm saying? Those yeah. things you don't really yeah. need to live a life. Those are yeah. choices to make uh, based off interest. Yeah, and and I find it interesting because that's how a lot of people talk about it. like like I like working out, I like <laughs> I like you know I, I'm I'm a gym rat this type of stuff. It's like it's true. yeah, it's but true, every right? but it's everybody true, like yeah I sh- yeah I, sh- I like working out too. That's that's mad regular. It's that should be yeah. what it is. But it's like it's like this special like if you work out like if you work out like oh man you like you it like you legit like what they say you gold yes. But it's like it's like you could be gold too. Yeah, easily. If you if you if you want to be goals, you can be goals too. Easily, you know easily. I just I just choose I just choose to do that. Like you said, even with back to when you like walking around the mall. When you go to the grocery store, instead of parking being so lazy and 
I'm parking so close. <laughs> park at the end of the lot. Yeah. Walk on down that lot. Yeah. <laughs> so something like you said, park at the end of that lot and just walk on down. Yeah. There goes the steps. Yeah. There goes some type of, you got to walk a little longer to get it hard up, you know, whatever. Like you said, or even at work, you know, I know lunchtime, we want to eat lunch and, you know, dibbler dabbler, want to text our friends. But I mean, you could do that and walk around the, um whatever lot and it's a job. Text Shanique will be on the phone with whoever, Kevin, your boo, whoever, and walk around and be like, yeah, girl, boy, I'm going to walk around, you know, getting, getting my steps in, getting my steps in. <laughs> no, so I it's ways it. around it, like you said. Yeah, it's ways around it. It is, it is, it is. But okay, so the, my last my last thing is my send it on portion. My send it on portion of my episode is my call of action uh, segment. And uh, this episode is airing, obviously, after Halloween, uh, right before uh, Election Day, and weeks before uh, the holidays start getting kicked off with uh, Thanksgiving. And the holidays, that's why I was so, that's why I say divine timing. Because you you know you 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 launch him on fitness, so we, you could you, we could talk about yeah. that. But also, you could possibly help a lot of people not feel that uh, feel the guilt of going. You know what I'm saying? Going back home. You know what I'm saying? Because they're taking care of business. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Please I'm get. I'm going back home. Yeah. <laughs> I would love for the sending on to be any tips that you would give to the peoples about how to uh, kind of just. Um, not get off track. Like, cause if people have been in their quarantine on their quarantine workouts, been in their home mm-hmm. fitness, they've been on, they've been seeing gains, all that. Yeah. This this coming up weekend when we recording this, obviously it's before Halloween, but this is coming out uh, after the fact. People are probably gonna wreck their shit if they got kids. They are gonna eat their kids candy. Mm-hmm. But also a few weeks from now when they go and stop by, you know, every every uh, <laughs> every auntie house to get a plate. Yeah. What are the tips for people to not get off track on their current goals and journey and, and fitness and and such? <laughs> Treat it simple. Treat it as a cheat day. Okay. Treat it as a cheat day. Now, if, if you want to be, I would say, anal about getting the food out of you. So one thing I, I, I one thing um, when I was younger with this uh, fitness dude, I was like just following. If he had a cheat day and he wanted to detox what he ate out of him, yeah, a lot of people don't know this. Epsom salt would detox your body and also mend it cleans your colon. Ooh, mm, I might do that. So how do you how you consume that? So what you do is you get an eight you get a tablespoon of Epsom salt, yeah, and eight ounces of any beverage. Okay. See, I'm a, see I'm a soldier, so I just take the Epsom salt and just. Take that table tool and just pour it on mouth. <laughs> like BC <And> powder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just get the water and I just and my friends be like, oh my God, how do you do that? I say, man, it ain't for the pain of heart, man. You just gotta you gotta be in it. And so I'm so used to it. Cause you know, I, I was I was that person that like didn't did like I'm like bump flavor, man. They saying about flavors about game. Yeah. So I just you could do that, man. And it just next you do that, you say if you do you do that, the next day that night, that, that following night. Yeah. Take the Epsom salt, eight ounces of room, people. Eight ounces of water, any beverage. I would I would say um, either some type of orange juice or um, what's the other juice? Oh, I can't think of it. Um, that's good for your liver. Oh, like cranberry or something? Yeah, cranberry. Drink cranberry juice. And you could take it and put it in and then shake it up real well so where the Epsom salt dissolves, you know, it dissolves. 
and then you could just drink it and then that early morning but make sure you're not going nowhere that that next day and just go out probably from that that morning to probably like that by the afternoon or 11 o'clock you'll be cleaned out and you'll be a brand new person hey that's a that's a that's a hot that's a hot tip i like that i ain't never then, heard that one and then you're gonna be good and then you're gonna be like oh i'm back like i never left but still up until you know thanksgiving because even with things i look i already got it in my mind i need some apple pie I'm having me some turkey. I'm having me some macaroni and cheese. Yes. I'm already I'm already pre-planning this. The carb, so carb, just, carb weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and just just keep working out up yeah. until that day. I let that one day just be the cheat day. And yep. then the next day you could you could do my tip. Uh you know, if you want to get it out too fast and also those healthy tips, you know, it can men it cleans your colon and everything, it cleans the inside out. You always you always want to clean your system. Yeah. That's one thing you always want to do is clean your system. So that's a good way you can clean your system. I'm gonna let y'all know it's nasty. But that's how y'all can combat Thanksgiving. <laughs> I think that's a great one, bro. That's a tip. Cause I that's didn't how you could combat. I didn't even know I didn't even know that one. Um yes. I definitely didn't even know that one. But no, I I love that. I love that. Uh first before I let you go, I want you to tell all the peoples because now you can buy Hembone Fitness Apparel. You know what I'm saying? If you're not able to go and get you, you know, obviously you can follow him. And, you know, I want you to give your, you know, your socials and everything and tell them how they okay. can support. Uh, but make sure you get some apparel so you can really, you know what I'm saying, work it out. You got some good shit. I ain't going to hold you. I don't know who Man, you're you using, but you got some good shit. You got the bodysuits. You got the, all the, you got some good stuff. And I seen the new drop with the jackets. I seen yeah. that. <laughs> the, track, the track suits for the ladies. That don't, that, 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 that. You got some cold shit. You got some cold shit. Please tell everybody how they can support you, Henry. All right, man. Y'all can support me by going to henbonefitness.com. Let me say that again. Henbonefitness.com is easy. You can go in there. You can purchase the latest fitness gear. And it, it fits so right. It's so tight. It's good, ladies. And gentlemen, y'all can go get that. You can also, if you want workout tips, because I always give workout tips, you can go on, you can follow me on Hembone Fitness underscore on Instagram. And you can follow my fa Facebook page, Hembone Fitness LLC, for my uh, professional page on Facebook. And y'all can go in there and y'all can shop, you know, get your latest gear, look good, feel good, and, and end up, you know, having that good dream body if you want it, man. Y'all, I appreciate the support in advance. That's how you can support me. Yes, yes. And you also can see all that to get it to it quick, wherever you're listening on, in the description of this particular episode. Make sure you tap in, tap in and get you some. You know what I'm saying? Tap in and get you some. Um, yeah. I really do thank you, bro. And I'm definitely going to have you back. Definitely going to have you as a, as, a, as, as a person who comes and delivers the good health, the good healthy message, <laughs> but <Yes>. pun intended. <laughs> and yes. um, and I, I love, I love it. I'm glad, I'm glad we was able to do this. And um, I think it was right on time. Um, I can't wait, I can't wait for my, for my dream body to be here so I could be like you. Or it's coming. Up. It's on the way. It's on the it's way. On it's the way. loading. You feel me? I'm trying to it's be like. I'm trying to be like D'Angelo on the Voodoo, uh, the Voodoo album. How I'm trying to just be someone just feel? all that. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to pop out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you got it. <laughs> but I appreciate you. I'm definitely gonna be uh, consistently uh, using your tips myself, especially if they keep shutting shit down the way they are. I'm have to. I might fucking around. Have to be doing you know the home workouts. 
But if you, you don't know, you can um, listen to the Simply King podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available uh, from sound from uh, I'm about to say SoundCloud. Can't listen on SoundCloud anymore, y'all. Spotify to Google Play to uh, Apple Podcast and so many more places. Make sure you subscribe, review, like, and share. Um, I really need that. I really appreciate that. Uh, this is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans simply being humans. I'm Rodney Perry, and this is Simply King. Peace.